This is The Rational Perspective. I'm Alec Hogg. In today's episode, Johan Rupert is to spend almost 10 billion rand unlocking value at Renet. South Africa's leading businessman, Johan Rupert, has taken the empire that he inherited from his father to another level. In 1988, just three years after joining Anton's industrial group Rembrandt, Rupert Jr. created Richemont, which is today one of the world's top luxury goods businesses. When Richemont restructured a decade ago, its 80 million plus shares in British American tobacco, some other investments and 350 million euros in cash was injected into the newly established Renet Investments, named after the Rupert's old guru hometown, Graf Renet. As we hear from Rupert in the podcast that follows, the company that was created in this way as a hedge against the market crash hasn't done that great because of the lengthy bull market. Its share price now trades at a 40% discount to the value of its assets. Rupert reckons that that makes the thousands of small shareholders vulnerable to giving up their investment in, uh, in Renet at a discount. So, at today's annual general meeting in Luxembourg, it was announced that Renet will buy back up to 20% of its own shares in the open market, narrowing that discount as the share price rises. At the current share price, this project could run to almost 10 billion rand. Here's how Rupert dealt with the formalities. The general partner proposes that the company be authorized to acquire ordinary shares up to 20% of the company's issued ordinary share capital, which at that date of authorization, 28 August 2018, is 195,941,286 ordinary shares. I don't think it's fair to start immediately so I think there are people that probably haven't heard of the announcement, you know, and that it was approved today. So we normally take a few days. We will have to look at where we want to do it and how we want to do it and the best price. But this really started... Uh, we started... Raynette a decade ago in the middle of the trouble. And I was concerned that we would have more 20,000, 2008s. I'm sure we're going to have them. But I did, I totally underestimated the folly and stupidity of fighting central banks. I really could not believe that they would carry on for so long with their 2% inflation target rate or easy money. It doesn't really matter what you want to call it. And what really persuaded me was when at Richmond we managed to get 4 billion euro in three tranches, eight years, 12 years, and 20 years. 
what I consider to be a very, 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 very attractive rights for the company. I then looked at the opportunities that the shareholders that may wish to exit Renet had. And at that discount, it was unfair for them. So if we could use assets inside Renet to close the gap between the NAV and the market price, then it's only, I believe, the correct thing to do. I mean, it's the moral thing to do. So we at that stage, it was a few months ago, decided to come to the shareholders to ask them for permission. Uh, 20% is higher than the norm. Normally people ask for 10% max. Uh, but obviously this is with a goal in mind uh, to treat all shareholders fit equally and um, to try to get to give people the choice as to the redeployment of their assets whereas currently they may be locked in because of the discount rate in other words the directors asked for and received permission to buy 39 million Renet shares on the three exchanges where they listed Johannesburg Amsterdam and Luxembourg at today's price of 14.70 euros, that translates into a potential 575 million euro buying order, or 9.5 billion rand in rand terms. So why now? Rupert says things fell into place for him when the European Central Bank became an eager participant in his other company, Richmond's recent 4 billion euro bond issue. The reason for the timing is that we did that bond issue this year and this is the first AGM we've had after that where I could get permission to buy back shares. That was my uh, aha moment. You know, we, we raised the 4 billion euro this year in, in um, Richmond and we got it at such remarkably low rates. And when I heard that the ECB had, in fact, bid on all three tranches, the 8-year, the 12-year, and the 20-year, 250 million euro apiece, without even pricing it, I said to myself that this, it's, they're not going to stop and that it's just simply uh, not a fruitful exercise to consistently, as they say, fight the Fed. So, you know, it's going to end in tears, but I genuinely don't know how long it's going to take. They keep on buying bonds. So as a result, you see Ferrari selling for $50 million. You see wine, uh, collector's wine. You see uh, works of art, real estate, uh, remarkably strong prices across the world because capital is not being priced properly.
So if you really, if you really think about it, they've been carrying on doing this for longer than certainly I thought, and I agree with Stan Druckenmiller, than I thought, definitely than I thought they should. We cannot carry on with these artificially low interest rates, Alan. For a central bank to apply for three tranches of 250 million euro each without putting in pricing. They didn't put pricing into their bid. So in other words, they just said, we'll take it. And I said, if people can do this, they'll do anything. So with central banks pumping in the liquidity, the vehicle that Rupert created and which thousands of small shareholders followed him into has performed poorly. The purpose of Renette was to serve as protection against another market crash. Hence, 60% of its assets are tied up in the defensive stock British American Tobacco, or the name we know it better by, BAT. It's 10 years since we started Renette. And it was done as a hedge against another crash. Now, I'm sure the crash is going to come sometime or other. But I'm not going to hold on to a structure for third parties when there's an obvious better way to redeploy capital. That is the traditional hedge against market crashes. You know, safe investments with proper yields. It's it's an investment that I did not want to get hold of of because it's a it's a stay rich versus a get rich but you've got to remember it's gone up five times since we bought it so we've done very well out of uh, over the last decade i'm just of the opinion that if the market thinks there's a 40 percent discount i'm just not interested in in worrying about when the market's going to crash anymore I never wanted this thing to be a public vehicle. I got taught into it being a public vehicle. And Richmond is and Richmond's now perfectly edged. It's got four billion euro in in very long term average life of over thirteen years. Very, very cheap debt. And uh it doesn't make sense to try and have separate edges everywhere. Fair enough, but why now? What's the intention of buying back Renette shares today? Because of shareholders that invested 10 years ago, it's easier for me to return their money. If they sell today, they sell at a discount. Obviously, if we keep on buying shares, that discount's going to go down. So it's way returning money to the old long-term shareholders. You must read what I said carefully. We said it's one way of returning capital to shareholders. We've seen some of the bigger funds that have not done too well in Steinhoff sniffing around with places where there are big discounts, knowing that sooner or later people are going to do something about it. And I don't want professionals to intercept opportunities from the original shareholders. I will hang on to my shares because I still am of the belief that one needs defensive shares. 
But for people who do not wish to hold on to defensive shares, at least they can exit at a price that is not at a deep discount. That is the message. In essence, Johan Rupert is sharing his view that central bank stimulation is likely to keep asset prices higher for longer than he thought. But Rupert the Bear hasn't gone into permanent hibernation. Indeed, he warns that the consequences of these actions will be dire. Tears will be bigger the longer it carries on. Alec, will, Alec, we're living off our children's future. I saw yesterday that student debt in America is now above $1.5 trillion. People are borrowing, borrowing, borrowing against the future. And interest rates are not going to stay abnormally low ad infinitum. And you can get economic growth with higher interest rates. Capital is being mispriced by the ECB and by, by the Fed. Simple as that. One should always remember that we've had the biggest bull market in the States, the best and huge and an enormous run. And more and more intelligent friends of mine are getting more and more concerned about the eventual result. Quite a sobering conclusion. This has been The Rational Perspective. Until the next time, cheerio.